Welcome back to the Daily News Grinder, everyone. Today we have a very special guest. Her name is Megan Prokop. She is a book blogger here in Chicago. So welcome. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Oh my today. gosh, of course. I'm so excited. I found you on Instagram and I'm like, we need you on. You're so unique and you have such a big following and people tend to love you. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a bunch of questions today. Um, I always wanted to get into reading. Like I said earlier that my New Year's resolution was to start reading more. And right now I'm on one book down and nothing feels better than like closing the book once you're done. Yes. The last page is like, oh, I did it. Yes. And I feel like such a dweeb when I say that. But hey. I mean, if you're going to say it to someone, it's probably me. Right. So. <laughs> so how many books do you think you read? A year? Or a week? year. A week? Okay, first one was a week, and then... So I, I usually read about five or six books a month. Um, it really depends on, you know, whatever I'm reading, if it, how big it is, or if I like it. But a year... Last year I read 52, 52 I think, and this wow. year I'm shooting for 60, and I'm pretty much on track, so... That's insane. So do you have, like, a specific, like, genre you love, or do you just, like, whatever catches your eye? I actually read everything. There's not a lot of genres that I don't read. I don't – I read fiction more than nonfiction, and I always say that my my book niche is uh, chef memoirs. I love reading chef memoirs. They're my absolute favorite. Um, Like, yes – or what's it called? Yes, Chef by Marcus Samuelson is amazing. Blood, Bones, and Butter by Gabrielle Hamilton is amazing. What like makes you those. love those books specifically? I think it, I grew up in a family of people who love to cook. We're always in the kitchen. My older sister is in culinary school right now. And oh, wow. It's just a really big part of my childhood and my life. So I think I just really like to get into that world. And That's I'm so never cool. going to be a chef. So right. I just, like to, I just like to read about it. So That's amazing. Really so, like, when you read, like, do you, like, take notes during it to, like, form, like, your blog posts or? Not really. I'm not a big underliner or like, highlighter or anything. I just yeah. don't. I just don't usually have a pen on me if I'm right. being totally honest. But <laughs> you just enjoy it. Yeah. I usually just soak it in. And then when I'm going to write a review of it or something, I sit there and think about how I felt about while I was reading it and when I was done. And then I usually, sometimes I'll like read through like Goodreads or other bookstagram people, what they thought about it too, just to like, you know, solidify my opinion. Right. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like a, a lot of bloggers like do that. If they're going to write about the topic, you have mm-hmm. to do your research. Yeah, you know? exactly, so. exactly. And it's kind of like, it almost validates your own opinion. So if I hated a book and I read somebody um, read that somebody else loved it or something, I'll look at those things and think like, oh, I didn't like that about it though. Right. So it's almost like counterintuitive. But. Yeah, but then that's what makes your blog post about it and your review so unique. You know, I like to think so. <laughs> right? <laughs> so before we jump into more questions, can we just like hear like a lot about you? Why did you become a book blogger? What's your background? All that fun stuff. So I actually started blogging probably seven years ago now-ish. I started with a fashion blog. Okay. It was super embarrassing. It was called Eyeliner and Extra Frosting. So please don't Google that. I'm pretty sure it's gone. But just in case. So I started there just because I loved writing. I loved telling stories and I loved fashion. And I slowly started to realize that that wasn't really my, not my strong suit per se, but it just, it didn't interest me enough. Right. And then I studied abroad 
and I wrote a blog there about my experience in London mm-hmm. for my school. And I was like, wow, this is really fun. So then I added on a travel Section. aspect of my blog. Mm-hmm. And that's still on my blog today. I still do um, travel like roundups or whatever. Nice. Whenever I go yeah. somewhere. And then I moved to Sicily to be an aware. And it was amazing. And I did so much reading because I had my Kindle with me everywhere. And I had a lot of free time to like lay on the beach and read. It was incredible. Wow, so, that's ideal. <laughs> it really is. I miss it a lot. But that's when I started doing my book reviews. And then it kind okay. of spiraled into this whole big thing. And I was like, this is what I should be doing. Right. This is what I'm good at. This is what I like. So that's how the book review thing started. And then I started my book Instagram. Yes. Because I just loved the idea of, I just love how books look. And I thought that, where people would like it also. Yeah. So, so everyone started. must visit her Instagram. What's your <laughs> at name? It's at the underscore spines. So it spines. is so amazing. Like talk about a perfect feed. That's what caught me up, caught my eye. I was like, like, I don't read much, but <laughs> now I want to read. And Thank she does you. book reviews all the time on her page. I know today you did what your monthly read, your monthly yeah, roundup kind of thing. So, guys, she did the hottest books of March today, so go visit that. Um, So, what inspired you, you kind of said this, to start your blog, You Were in Sicily, right? Mm -hmm. I just was reading a lot of books, and I so I had the book review uh, part on my blog already, and I kind of wanted to share it more, because honestly, it was me reading them, my mom was maybe reading them, (laughs) it it did not have a big reach, (laughs) to say the least, so I was like let me see if I can make this happen on Instagram. And I had the idea for a long time, but I just could not think of a name. (laughs) It took me so long to think of a name. That's the hardest part. Yeah, it is. And then you have to get it approved by Instagram. And then like you thought you had a great name and then it's taken. And then. Do you really? Oh yeah. I mean like to see if. Like your handle. Right. Yes. Does that change? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So that's when the Instagram part of it started. So how did you build your following from that? You said. You have a ton of followers and everyone loves it. You have such great engagement. So I think it's it really does vary for everyone and it depends what you're mm-hmm. doing. But to me, there's some some pillars of creating a successful Instagram blog that everyone can use and they're being very, very authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. So in your captions, if it doesn't feel right to just be like secretive and moody like some people are on Instagram you know what I'm talking about <laughs> oh like yeah one sentence and you're like emojis and stuff right. if that doesn't feel right to you then just write a whole paragraph every time I do I mm-hmm. love a long caption um and that's just authentic to who I am right and also being very consistent that's the name of the game for almost everything in life and it's Absolutely. true also for Instagram so even if it's not posting every day or every two days, just whatever works for you, even if it's like once a week or once a month. Um, I think more often is is better, but <laughs> whatever works for you. Um, so being authentic, being consistent, and just having good photos. That's Absolutely. Just, obviously, that's just a right. part of Instagram. It's just having a perspective and taking those photos and 
and sharing whatever story you're trying to tell. Do you utilize IGTV or stories? Do you do like book recaps on that? Yeah, I definitely do all of those things. I do. I have made a few IGTV videos. I love video content. I think it's so fun. And I love YouTube. I watch so many YouTube videos. Me Huge too. time suck for me. <laughs> so. I can spend hours just on YouTube oh, or like Facebook it's uh, videos. <laughs> yeah, so I love video content. So I make, occasionally I'll do like a thrift store book haul or something like that Ooh, on my IGTV. I love that. Yeah, I thrift a lot of books. It's a very good place to look for cheap books. Um, so do you go to like the basic thrift store or like do you go Salvation to like... Army. Okay. Um, mostly Salvation Army and like village thrift those two places what like what kind of books can we find there you think or Uh, what books do you find there I wouldn't say that it's a it's a place to find like a unique new book but if you're looking for a book that has been out for like five years and everyone and their mother read it for like two months Mm -hmm. you're gonna find 10 of those in the (laughs) story you know like you can always find like twilight series and like time traveler's wife trying to think what else you can always find there just kind of those like iconic books that sold a right. lot of copies that people need to unload to right. their stories. <laughs> cool. I would never think, let me thrift a book. Mm-hmm. You always think, let me thrift some jeans, yeah, some mom exactly. jeans. Or, yeah, that's I so cool. It's so fun. Me too. I, um, what books I read? Girl Boss. Mm-hmm. She was a big thrifter. And that's mm-hmm. like one of my favorite books. And I made me want to like blog more. And I was so inspired after that one book that I'm like, I'm going to go thrifting for my clothes. Because like, that's what she did. And that's how she yeah. made Nasty Gal. Yeah. So she's great. And then they made she's the fabulous. Netflix series. Yeah, I kind of loved the show. Me too. And it was such a cliffhanger at the end. And then they canceled her the yeah. show. She was kind of obnoxious, I thought, the mm-hmm. main character. But I was kind of into it anyway. Well, that was the issue. That's why they didn't remake it. because yeah, she was not likable. Yes. And she made... What's her name? What's the... I have no idea. I forgot the name. But the real girl, like the girl who actually oh, yeah, made yeah. Nassigal, oh, actually was funny. like, this is not who I am. Like, yeah. they're representing me wrong. So that's why they ended the series. Oh, not just because that. of, like, views. Mm, yeah? Interesting. Fun fact, everyone. <laughs> no, that's how into it I was. I'm like, this is great. Um, okay, so moving on. Do you have advice for people like me? who want to read but just don't have the time. Mm -hmm, Of course. So I was just saying earlier that this question is probably my number one most asked question by everyone in my life. They're like, I want to read more. How do I do it? And it's it's honestly not that hard. (laughs) It sounds very intimidating, I think, to sit and read a whole book at any point, especially if if it's not a habit. But it's, it's a habit that you can create pretty easily. So the things that I recommend are bringing a book with you everywhere you go. Like I read in when I'm standing in line to buy coffee. I read like on the train every single day, all the time. Like when I'm commuting to work, I use sometimes read when I'm like on the treadmill, which I hate doing, but if I'm really into a book, I'll do that. (laughs) I would feel like I would get like motion sickness. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's what you're doing. I actually know a lot of people who do that. Yeah. So I, I have a book with me a hundred percent of the time. Like I will be going to a bar on a Saturday night and I will have a book in my bag for the Uber home. It oh my intense. God. So you don't have to take it that far, but always have a book with you. And then if you're finding that you keep getting distracted by your phone or, you know, by whatever, 
um, just take your phone and put it in a different room for like five minutes, 10 minutes. Yes. No one's going to call you or it's not going to be an emergency. You're going to be fine. And just having it out of your line of sight is so helpful. Right. And that's my issue. Yeah. And I'd say the first step to really starting is to set a timer, like put your phone in a different room and then use your microwave timer. And set, <laughs> it, set it for like 10 minutes, even five minutes and just sit there and commit to reading for that whole 10 minutes until the timer goes off and then do that every day for a week. And then if you're enjoying it, like bump it up a little, you know, keep going. And eventually you'll find that you don't need the timer. You're going to look forward to the books that you're reading. And that's the best feeling. Yeah. You're like, I just want to keep reading and reading yeah. and reading. And then probably the most important thing is to just pick the right book for you. Don't try, don't like jump into reading and pick up Moby Dick. Right. Read <laughs> something fun or something that's really aligned with what you like. Um, you can send me a DM if you need a recommendation. I got you. Um, and yeah, that'll really help. If you're interested in what you're reading, you're going to be more inclined to pick up a book. So, yeah. What do you think about the saying, don't judge a book by its cover? I don't think that that should be true anymore. Really? <laughs> yeah, Why? No. So in this, the more that we move into a more visual lifestyle I would right. say the the more important the book cover is going to be it already is showing itself so much in being a huge indicator of how a book is going to sell mm-hmm. so yeah I judge books by their cover all the time if it's a great cover I'm going to be more inclined to read the back and then if you know yeah, it's all easier. steps you know so like they're trying to get you to open the book at the end of the day but the first step is what it looks like so. right yeah, I'm here for it. My <laughs> favorite part is when I flip over the back or I like open the first page and there's like the reviews. So it's like from the New York yeah. Times, but I don't like when it's like the New York Times. I like it when it's from someone who like we all know. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, like Michelle Obama read it and like oh, yeah. that or I don't know, Ellen, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, what do they have to say? Oh, yeah. You know, because if we like them as people and we're like, oh, okay, I can relate to them. So yeah. maybe I would like this book. Right. Yeah. It's basically like the pillar of influencer marketing. Right. Right there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. Um, I have not read it, but have you read the Michelle Obama book? I haven't, but I did. It's on my list. I got it from my mom for Christmas. Going to steal it back from her <laughs> when she's done. Um, and I re- I listened to this incredible podcast, um, Oprah's Soul Searcher. Okay, is that right? Soul Searcher. I can't I remember know. what it's called. I have to look it up. Yeah, I've never heard Oprah's of it. Oprah's podcast. <laughs> she did a two part interview with Michelle Obama talking about becoming the book, and it is incredible. I highly really? recommend it. It's like a really great podcast and kind of a good intro into the book if you haven't read it yet. Okay. Great. I, I definitely want to read it. I mean, it's been, like, flying off the shelves, oh, like, yeah. everywhere. It, she's is definitely one of the most sold books of, did it come out in 2018? Yeah. Yeah, 2018, and it came out in December, so that's crazy. That's insane. But if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be her. Oh, yeah. For sure. She's the list. Or what another book I want to read? Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. I heard that's amazing. And I heard people say you have to read the book before you see the movie. <laughs> Do you believe in that or do you jump right into the book first or the movie first? It kind of depends. I don't feel like it should be either. It doesn't really matter to me. Like sometimes I want to read the book first, but if the movie's coming out and I'm going to see it, you know, in a week, I'm not probably going to sit down and like cram the book in. Right. Um, there's a book, a movie coming out called Where'd You Go, Bernadette um, sometime this year. And that's a book and it is a really, really, really good book. And I just read that recently to kind of 
prep myself. So it really depends. I'm not too. When is the movie coming out? I'm not sure. So okay. this year, but it's it looks really good. All right. It's already trailers. Maybe yeah, that'll be my so. second book of the year. You should. It's <laughs> so good. It's a really, really fun book. It's like very quirky and it's a good spring book. Okay. And that's another question. So what book should we start reading now? What's hot right now? Um, probably the thing I've been seeing the most lately is Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And what is that about? So it's kind of an interesting format. So it's kind of written as an interview and it's about, it's kind of like a, I hate to use the word rip off, but (laughs) what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's basically the story of Fleetwood Mac, but fictionalized. So it's about a a band and they're being interviewed in this book. Apparently it's amazing. I haven't read it yet, but I'm excited for it. Is it it a true story? No. So it's, okay. It's kind of inspired by Fleetwood Mac, I would say. Oh, okay. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So there's a bunch of good books coming out right now. Um, let me look at my phone and I'll tell you for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just read this crazy book called Stay Up with Hugo Best by Aaron Summers. It's um, very strange. And it's about a late night talk show host who retires. And then Ooh. there's a writer, like a young female writer who used to work for him and then they spend a weekend together. Super strange and like almost a theoretical world. Do they have like an affair and like all that? It's kind of like the question of the whole book is like, will they have an affair? Oh, I love that. See, it's very strange. I am like that weirdo who loves books that are related to like my career. So Mm -hmm. books about like podcasts or like journalism or like broadcasting. So I'm feeling I would actually like that. Yeah, I bet you would. I I think it's a quick read, too, because of the format. So Cool. I just read Busy Phillips, that book. Have you... Are you familiar with that? For some reason, I don't care about Busy Phillips very much, but I have heard good things. Me too. When I first started reading it, and before I read it, I was like, I hate Busy Phillips. Like, Mm -hmm. she's obnoxious. She's loud. And she's pretending to be, like, a broadcast journalist, right? An entertainment journalist. Meanwhile, she was, like, an actress on, like, Freaks and Geeks, right? (laughs) And But by the end, I became obsessed with her, and I was, like, not for it. Like, I was not here for her. So... Maybe we have to read it. I find that happens a lot for me when I read any kind of celebrity book. It's very polarizing for me. Either mm-hmm. once I'm finished with it, I absolutely hate them, or right. I, I really come around to them. <laughs> so no, like I now I want to be her. Like that's amazing. She has gone through so much shit in her life. Really? Oh my god! Like we would never think because like yeah. she lives such this fabulous like She's life. She is so old. Oh yeah. She's incredible. She's like definition of girl power. Um, okay, so yeah, everyone read those books. Visit her Instagram and what's your blog? You can just for it. Um, find it. It's my full name. It's www.megancrocott.com. Great. So yeah, so if you're looking for a summer read, I definitely am, or a spring read, so you can read outside or on the <laughs> beach, which are the yes, best. Check out her site. But another question I have for you, and I run into this problem all the time. Do you see people going on Netflix or reaching for their social media accounts or like, you know, they'll rather be watching Netflix or Hulu instead of sitting down and reading a book? Do you? Yeah, I mean, of course, it's so easy now. There's there's always something happening that you could look at and take in without 
really using your brain as much as you would if you were reading. So it's, and it's just an easy option. And I take that option all the time. Like right now I'm randomly rewatching new girl. Um, oh, the best. I'm like, oh, I have to stop. I haven't read very much this weekend at all because of it. So it definitely happens. And that's kind of where we go back to this, um, creating reading as a habit and like setting those timers and, and like hiding the remote yes. from yourself if that's what it takes, you know, to like make sure you. That's my biggest struggle yeah. is definitely like turning on Netflix before I pick up my book, like mm-hmm. the busy Phillips book, which oh, is yeah. the first book I read this <laughs> year. I loved it. Like I would bring it on car rides when I travel, like all this stuff. And I enjoyed every single like minute I was reading yeah. it. But once I'm in front of the TV, that's it. Yeah. And you know? it can also help to set a specific time of day that works for you to read. Right. So maybe you want to read before bed or first thing when you wake up. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I recently started waking up early so that I can sit and like drink Ooh. my coffee and read my book for a few minutes before I get yes. ready for the day. And that is That's really so nice. Relaxing. And yeah, and during that time, I've never watched TV, so it's not really a habit for me to try to turn on the TV during that time. If that right. Makes sense. So totally. It helps. I find myself falling asleep faster when I read my book before me bed. Too. Meanwhile, I have narcolepsy. I will fall asleep in four minutes. When same. I can read like one page. It's me not too. My time to shine. Then if like I my friends on in the background right I yeah. stay up until one o'clock yeah, in the morning the screen in your eyes yeah oh, definitely yeah. yeah I think it helps people sleep a lot absolutely but thank you so much for coming you are absolutely incredible um and everyone go follow her so she's absolutely amazing